It's me, Birdie, the conductor of the story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train! Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle, we're on our way. I wonder where Story Train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone! It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short rainbow tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. It's a garden full of magical plants, beautiful flowers, and powerful herbs. But we mustn't touch. You see, this is an enchanted garden, and the price for trespassing may be quite a lot higher than we're willing to pay. Today's story is about a girl with long, beautiful golden hair, her prince, and an evil enchantress. It's called Rapunzel. There was once a couple. Who wished and wished for a child, but no matter what they did, they simply could not bear children. They lived in a house with a little window at the back, and from this window they could see into their neighbor's splendid garden. They would often look out upon all of the garden's beautiful flowers and herbs to cheer themselves up as they wished and wished. For a child, but even though the garden was beautiful, it was also very dangerous. It was surrounded by a high wall, and they never dared to go into it because it belonged to an enchantress who had great power and was feared by all the world. One day, the woman was standing by this window and looking down into the garden. When she saw a bed, which was planted with the most beautiful rampion, a plant that is also known as Rapunzel, and it looked so fresh and so green that she longed for it. She quite pined away and began to look pale and miserable. Her husband was alarmed and asked, "What ails you, dear wife?" Oh, she replied, "If I can't eat some of the rampion which is in the garden behind our house, I fear I shall die." The man who loved his wife very much thought, "Oh, I must bring her some of the rampion. Let it cost what it will." At twilight, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the enchantress, hastily clutched a handful of rampion, and took it to his wife. 
she at once made herself a very grand salad with it and ate it all up greedily. It tasted so good to her, so very good, that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If he was to have any rest at all, her husband knew he must once more descend into the garden. In the gloom of evening, he let himself down again into the garden. But when he had clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid this time, for he saw the enchantress standing before him. How can you dare, said she with an angry look, descend into my garden and steal my rampion like a thief? You shall suffer for it. Oh, answered he, let mercy take the place of justice, enchantress. I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity. My wife saw your rampion from our window and felt such a longing for it that she would have died if she had not had some of it to eat. Then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened and said to him, If the case is as you say, I will allow you to take away with you as much rampion as you would like. But this is on one condition. You must give me the child which your wife will bring into the world. The child shall be well treated, and I will care for it like a mother. The man in his terror consented to everything. Shortly after gorging on the enchantress's rampion, the man's wife finally became pregnant. And nine months later, when their daughter was born, the enchantress appeared at once, gave the child the name of Rapunzel, and took the baby girl away with her. Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child under the sun, and the enchantress did not wish to share her with the world. When Rapunzel was twelve years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower which lay in a forest. The tower had neither stairs nor doors, but quite at the top was a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in and see Rapunzel, she placed herself beneath the window and cried up, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, fine as spun gold, and when she heard the voice of the enchantress, she unfastened her braided tresses, wound them round one of the hooks of the window above, and then let her hair fall down, and the enchantress would climb up it. After a year or two, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest and passed by the tower. Then he heard a song, which was so charming, that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel, who in her solitude passed her time singing. The king's son wanted to climb up to her, and looked everywhere for the door of the tower, but no door was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once, when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw the enchantress come there, and he heard how she cried up, 
Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Then Rapunzel let down the braids of her hair, and the enchantress climbed up to her. If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I too will try my fortune," said the prince. And the next day, when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried up, "Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me!" Immediately, the hair fell down, and the king's son climbed up. At first, Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man, such as her eyes had never yet beheld, came to her. But the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend, and told her that his heart had been so stirred that it had let him have no rest, and he knew he must see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked her if she would take him for her husband. And she saw that he was young and handsome. She thought, "He will love me more than the old enchantress does." And she said yes and laid her hand in his. She said, "I will willingly go away with you, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with you some cloth every time that you come, and I will weave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I will descend." And you will take me away on your horse. They agreed that until that time, the prince should come to her every evening, for the old enchantress came by day. The enchantress suspected nothing of this plan, until Rapunzel accidentally let the secret out by exclaiming, "Tell me, enchantress, how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the young king's son?" Ah, you wicked child! Cried the enchantress. What do I hear you say? I thought I had separated you from all the world, and yet you have deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful tresses, wrapped them twice round her left hand, seized a pair of scissors with the right, and snip, snap, they were cut off, and the lovely braids lay on the ground. And the enchantress was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert, and left her to live in great grief and misery. On the same day that she cast out Rapunzel, the enchantress fastened the braids of hair which she had cut off to the hook of the window. And when the king's son came and cried up, "Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me," she let the hair down. The king's son ascended, but instead of finding his dearest Rapunzel, he found the wicked enchantress, who gazed at him with a venomous look. "Aha!" she cried mockingly. "You would fetch your dearest, but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest. The cat has got it and will scratch out your eyes as well." Rapunzel is lost to you. You will never see her again. The king's son was beside himself with sadness, and in his despair, he leapt down from the tower. He escaped from the enchantress with his life, but the thorns into which he fell pierced his eyes. Then he wandered quite blind around the forest, 
ate nothing but roots and berries, and did nothing but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest Rapunzel. Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at a length came to the desert where Rapunzel lived in wretchedness. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it. And when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept. Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before. The prince led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived together happily ever after. It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the rainbow tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. If you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time.